Hello, everybody. Welcome. Good afternoon. This Sunday, what is it? It is October the 18th, I do believe. And um, it's at the noon hour. Thank you for joining us here on It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. And today we have an actual, this is going to be our first time in a long time that we've actually done a listening party. We're going to be doing um, on our, our second, third, and fourth segments of the show. We're going to be doing an interview and listening to some music from Derek Jameson's new album called Our Future Tribe. Had an opportunity to, we'll have an opportunity to speak with Derek a little bit about the, the music, his journey as a recording artist, and he recently signed with a new um, dis- distribution company. So I'm really excited about that. But before we get into that, I want to carry, do a little bit of housekeeping with some uh, news um, here in the LGBTQ community. If you recall, those are the listeners who tune in regularly. Last week I had comic Marga Gomez on uh, on the air with us here at It's Everything. And um, she talked about her current uh, 11th solo and sexually charged a play called Pound, which made its San Francisco uh, premiere this weekend. So um, on Sundays like today, the show is a mimosa matinee at 3 p.m. at Brava Theater. Can you imagine comedy and mimosas? I don't know if those those go together like, oh, it'll be a crazy day. Um, I'll be attending that show uh, on the next Sunday, so I'll be able to come back and tell you all about it on the following week of in November. Um, but, you know, after... Um, after I do the show here next Sunday, I'm going to go right over there and have some mimosas and see Marga. So if you want some more information about the times and et cetera for uh, Marga's show, Pound, you just go to brava.org. And um, it runs through November 15th. So you've got plenty of time to check it out, but I do advise that you go look at it. Now, there were a couple of California legislation laws affecting the LGBT community uh, that were signed into law by the California governor, Jerry Brown. So first... Um, it, uh, the first one updates the state's assisted reproduction laws that ensure that all families are equally protected under the law. Now, specifically, AB 960, um, it now looks at unmarried couples. Well, unmarried couples now are using assisted reproduction um, will, uh, to become parents will be recognized as such on the same terms as married couples. Um, uh, unlike before where unmarried couples weren't um, recognized by the law the same way married couples are when they um, use reproductive services um, to produce children, basically. Um, It removes a requirement also um, that a doctor or sperm bank must be involved when using assisted reproduction in order to ensure that the donor does not have legal parenting rights. That's a big one um, because many couples, and I'm speaking primarily of same-sex couple, married couples or unmarried couples, um, a lot of them use um, in-home, do, do their the whole procedure and process in-home. They don't go to a, a doctor or um, a, um, a, a sperm bank in order to have procedures done uh, in the fertilization. There's a lot of ways to do it without going to those facilities. So before um, this particular law, uh, the donor may have legal rights to 
the, the, the birth child. So um, this is very important for those parents. And it also provides clear direction on how the egg donors should be treated. So at least there is some, some um, information in the law that does let us know how donors are treated in the procedures very clearly. Now, this law goes in effect on January 1st of next year. Now, the governor also signed uh, a Senate bill, that's Senate Bill uh, SB 731, which is authored by our openly gay Senator Mark Leno. Uh, And the bill protects transgender children in the foster care system by giving them the right to... um, Uh, to placements consistent with their gender identity. In other words, a foster care family will respect and recognize the child's gender identification as specified by the child. So that's really good to know that social workers now have something that clearly gives them the right to um, place uh, children, transgender children, into homes that will definitely recognize, respect, and um, help nurture uh, the child through their process of their tra- as their transgender identification. So that's a very, very good legislation as well. And kudos to Senator Mark Leno for putting that together with um, different trans um, law centers across the country. Um, I think the National Transgender Law Center was involved as well as uh, the one here out of San Francisco um, to help put that legislation together. Um, lastly, before we go into um, some more stuff about Derek Jameson, um, there was a new survey conducted by FS Magazine, which, you know, I don't even know what that magazine is, but I, I, I'm just letting you know that that's the magazine this information came from, um, has found that the majority of gay and bisexual men, this is a survey now, did not use a condom the last time they had anal sex. I'm just I'm just reading you the survey, y'all. Um, over 3,100 uh, men participated in the survey, which included a variety of questions concerning sex, sexual health, and their relationships. Now, this is what the breakdown is. 70%, 72% of uh, those surveyed said that they did not use the condom the last time they had sex. Of the 72%, 32% of those said that they were tops in the sexual act. Um, 37% of those, that 72% said that they were bottom. Kind of equal, which is unusual, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of kind of equal there, but it does take two to tangle, so it's bigger 50%, right? That'd be the average. Um, now, I guess 30% um, did not have anal sex that out of that 72%. So that's where the the difference that's where the other 30 percent is the 32 percent topped when they had anal sex the 37 percent of them bottom the other 31 percent remaining did not have anal sex okay so that's where those numbers break down now 50 percent of those um uh said that they used unprotected anal sex with a longtime partner boyfriend spouse um um just a long-time partner, someone that they ca- always have sex with. Um, 20% of those said that it was just a regular, you know, sex partner, sex buddy, you know, a booty call, a regular booty call. That's what it was trying to say. Um, and then the other 30% remaining of that 72% basically were grinder calls. 
those were those, I don't know who you are, don't know where you've been. Uh, and, you know, there were surveys done earlier in the year that stated that 50% of the people on those online or um, internet or phone apps or whatever they call them, Grinder and so forth, 50% of those people who utilize that for hookups have unprotected sex. I don't know if this is a new revolution based on, you know, PrEP and um, other um, discoveries in helping the prevention of the spread of HIV um, or, or have any any um, effect on those numbers, but um, those seem to be kind of high, I think, um, given the fact that you can still get a lot of different um, sexually transmitted diseases um, other than HIV by not wearing a condom. So I'm just, just saying. And, and speaking of HIV, of that 72% of the people who surveyed that said that they did not use a condom the last time they had anal sex, 10% of those said that they were HIV positive. So, you know, I'm just putting it out there. I just thought it was an interesting survey, more so the results of them, that so many people... Um, still are using are not using condoms and um it doesn't seem to be getting any better so we'll see you know i, I don't know if like i said i think i the question i will ask and find out for you all is whether or not they had any surveys that anything that asked them whether or not what was their reasoning for not using a condom i think that's what we want to know i think that's what we want to know so that's all of the up-to-date information i have for you that affect the lgbtq community. Um, and we can get into, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Derek Jameson, because um, that's who's going to be the feature of our listening party. Now, James, uh, Derek calls Los Angeles his home um, now, even though he is a native of the Bay Area. So he's a natural California kid. Um, now, unlike not unlike many Californians who seem to be uh, dreamers with the zealousness for living freely, Derek's life philosophies of inspiration and determination are often reflected in the lyrics of his songs, whether ballad or dance tracks. Derek's debut two-volume album, Time uh, Timelines, was a collection of dance and piano vocal songs. His newest album, Our Future Tribe, which was released at the end of last month in September, follows in the same pattern in his first album to be released under a um, record distribution distribution company, and that's the Universal Music Group, and that is the largest music corporation in the world. Uh, Universal will get Derek's music into the ears of so many more people than he previously had the opportunity um, to, um, uh, to have the advantage of um, of, of taking. Uh, now, Our Future Tribe by Derek Jameson is available now on iTunes, but what we're going to do is give you an opportunity to listen to six of those tracks while we talk to him a little bit. So we're going to take a, a quick commercial break, and when we come back, um, we'll have a little bit of music for you, and we'll go right into the interview. So we'll be right back after this.
Thanks for listening to the Progressive Voices Network, streaming the best in progressive talk 24-7. Keep the progressive conversation going on by joining our community. Each week, we send out an email that covers important things taking place in the Progressive Voices Network and throughout the progressive world. Be the first to know of upcoming shows, schedule changes, exclusive programming, and more. Simply go to ProgressiveVoices.com and sign up for our mailing list. It's that easy. ProgressiveVoices.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for joining the Progressive Voices community. I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW.
That was Derek Jameson. Jameson off of his new album, Our Future Tribe. That song was I Would Run Breaking Bones. I've known Derek for quite some time, um, well over five years. Uh, he is from the Bay Area, San Jose to be exact. And um, our paths have crossed over the years. And it's been a pleasure watching him grow as an artist and for him to see him getting the recognition that I feel that he deserves. Um, that track is an indication of just how good he really is. Um, I had an opportunity to speak with him, and I'm going to share this interview with you in, in bits and pieces as we go along in this listening party. And first up, we talked about um, his whole philosophy, uh, philosophy of living is basically very inspiring, and he's very determined, and he shares that in many ways in his life, one of them being that he is a fitness coach as well. And um, he kind of talks about how both his uh, singing career or singing life and his fitness life are very similar with uh, inspiring um, uh, by inspiration and determination and those things, both of them, both of those sides of his life have those same elements. We also talk about his signing with uh, Universal um, and his new deal with the distribution um, here. So why don't we just, without further ado, here is our first segment with Derek Jameson. Inspiration and pushing oneself to reach higher heights. That's a real big part of just who you are. Period, and that comes through, and it comes through a lot in everything that you do, including your music. Which in this album that you're releasing, uh, our future tribe, um, a lot of the music is all the lyric, lyrics are about that, and in, in many of the songs. Yeah. What I think it's different from me experiencing your music, knowing you, is that you actually do live this, and I think where you've reached this pinnacle now, where you've got your distribution deal, um, your first being distributed as such. It's kind of the way you've you've lived your life. You kept pushing and kept pushing, and, you know, things are materializing for you. Do you, do you think a lot of that comes from, from that? Is from just that? Yes, because it really is about that. And that's kind of what our future tribe is. It's about um, connecting with people, finding each other, and 
and building from there because, I mean, it can beat the whole concept into the ground saying that there's no high in team, but everyone has their team around them that allowed them to make it to the point that they are today. And I'm so lucky to have such a big community that, sur- that surrounds me and is so supportive and I've been building that team over the years, whether or not it's someone that's musical or wants to work with me as a, in production mm-hmm. or someone that wants to feature me uh, in a publication or my graphic designer or whatever. Mm-hmm. All of these people that are so beautiful and significant and that becoming part of your personal tribe. And together, you come up. You come up together, you reach a new levels together, and, and yeah, that's why I do music and fitness because it's the same thing mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. You know, one is more emotional and physical, uh, but the other is too. It's just in different expressions. Yeah. Because your distribution is through Columbia, is that correct? Or in group? They're universal, yeah. yeah. And, universal. Um, and um, well, what does that, that really mean to you? Like, as far as you're at this point, this is literally what you're third or fourth collection of music. I know I know how that is all represented. I mean some of the stuff on this album we'll get to it is um yeah. is, is stuff that you've put you've put out before, but this is about your fourth collection if I'm not mistaken. And what does it mean to have now a marketing and distribution behind this project? What does that mean for you? Well it's amazing to know that people are paying attention and mm. people on the business side are paying attention and noticing the work that I put into promotion or the way I keep doing shows every month or just paying attention to, you know, what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and me building myself um, along with the help of my team, like I talked about, you know, people in the right situation at the right time noticed it and wanted to help me take the next level. Um, of course, it is a business, so it's about them making money too. But they wouldn't sign me on if they didn't think that they were going to make any money off of me. Yeah. So it works both ways. I get to reach a bigger audience, and they must be, you know, the label must connect with me on that level too, knowing that a bigger audience would uh, be open and and like what I'm what I'm producing mm-hmm. and what I'm putting out there. Okay, that was our first segment with Derek, and um, he talked a lot about um, joining the team at Universal, as well as what our future tribe really means for him. It is about the team that helps support him or uh, support us in all of our endeavors, Um, and um, I think that's very interesting to know and carry forward. We're going to get back to some more interview with him, but first up, we're going to play another tune off of our our future tribe and it is a tune that he has released before um in one of his other collections before he joined the major record uh label and this song is called ribcage so here is Derek jameson's ribcage Take me, baby, yes, I'll be your man. Your man. Your man. I don't need another, no other lover can do what you can. Take off your 
Lena. I've been doing drag here in San Francisco for almost 20 years and uh, over the past couple of months I just opened up my club Oasis. It's been going really well. People really seem to appreciate the space. It's something people say San Francisco really needs right now because the city has been changing a lot. I always had this attitude of, of opening a space that was kind of like for everybody and that's just kind of the attitude and the, the, uh, the ethics of Oasis is it's kind of a space for everybody. How does it feel to be a business owner? I don't know, you know, it's funny because I still need to, I still have to kind of pinch myself to believe it's actually true, you know what I mean? Like I walk in there and, and I go up to the bar and I go, oh, can I please have a glass of water? You know, it's kind of like, I forget that it's my place. Running gay clubs, it's changed a lot. Um, I think that gay people now, they're everywhere. They don't feel like they have to maybe be in a gay bar all the time, so you have to be much more creative about how you are enticing people to come out to your club. I guess I'm successful because I'll just say it, I work really hard at what I do 
I also like to provide a really quality experience for people. So yes, you know, people will pay to see my shows and pay to come to my club, but I always like, like to give them something that's worth it. The experience that they'll, they'll leave my shows going, okay, that was worth it, you know what I mean? This has always been my attitude. Um, just to entertain people and so it seems like that works, you know. I would say to young kids, you know, just kind of form your own identity and, uh, and you know, don't let others dictate how you should behave or think. Uh, you can always go to uh, sfoasis.com to find out about all the entertainment and nightlife that we have going on at Oasis. If you want to see drag, we've got that for you. If you want to see some queer hip-hop parties or queer dance parties, we have that for Spotlight you. Spotlight on success and achievement. Brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together we'll go far.
Welcome back. That was Anywhere by Derek Jameson. Welcome back to It's Everything. With me, your host is B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. So thank you for joining us. You're in the middle of our our listening party uh, with Derek Jameson's. Um, listening to his new album, Our Future Tribe. And we're also listening in on an interview I had with the gentleman about the album and about its career in general. And it was very uh, fun to listen to him. Um, the album, Our Future Tribe, is a combination of both piano, vocal uh, songs and dance tracks. Um, Derek is a singer-songwriter, so the songs that you're listening to, six out of the 11 on the album, um, were written by him. So uh, he's very, very, very talented. In this next segment of the interview with him, we talk a little bit about him, um, him being openly gay, an openly gay artist, and how insignificant that was about his signing with his new a record company, Universal, as well as he goes into a little bit of um, the uh, lead single from the album called California Kid. We talk a little bit about that. So without further ado, here is the rest or some more of my interview with Derek Jameson. Now, as far as the the promotion of you as an artist, and now that you're with a major you know, a major label company, uh, you know, one that's really known. You being a gay artist, is that an issue with your company that you're with? Not really. And honestly, something like that doesn't really come up because it ends up not being part of the whole the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It, and it ends up being more about the music. And once you build yourself and you have numbers and you, you're producing solid projects, um, if people see that and people like it, it kind of speaks for itself. So it doesn't become about that. But if you, if some new artist comes up and doesn't fit this mold that they're looking for and is too this or too that, well, then they're not going to put them out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So really, that hasn't become an, an issue at all, mm-hmm. which I'm lucky with. It's good to hear that everything's evolving in a way that is exactly what you say. It should be about the music and it should be, right. you know, nothing but about that. And, and anything else really is kind of immaterial. Yeah. So kudos to, to them in, in, in recognizing that in, in you. Now, California kid on the album is presented in two forms. Which one is it? That is the release of the single um, I'm do the single will be the piano vocal version mm-hmm. yeah and then um, I, I, I wanted that to have a certain feel when I wrote it and when I composed it so I made sure it has that epic kind of feel to it but still with a chilled out vocal um, and then the mix will just be you know just an, another track on the album but um, I'm going to the video that we're shooting for the original mix for the uh, for the remix version too. Oh yeah, I, I really like the nautical mix. That's really good. Who's a remixer on that? That's me, actually. Wow. I, I actually composed that one. Yeah. So I actually re- some remixes I do myself. Some production I do all myself, and then some uh, if I want a specific sound that I think it needs uh, a different energy or feel to it, I'm going to go work with somebody to add their talent to it. But that particular mix, I did. Uh, do myself. Wow, well, congrats on that. Thank you. Wow, so we even learned a little bit more about his talents, a remixer as well. 
as a, just a songwriter, loving all of that. Again, that's Derek Jameson. He's a singer-songwriter with his brand-new album, Our Future Tribe, available on iTunes. We're going to head into another break, I do believe. and uh, But before we do that, we're going to play another song off the album, which is actually the lead single from the album, and it's called California Kid. Here is Derek Jameson. Cali made, born and raised Tried to escape home, never fades Take it from me, life finds a way Where you belong, it never fades Sunshine calling my name Kissing my skin every single day I breathe in the air, a coastal haze Sunset straight to the golden
for listening to the Progressive Voices Network, streaming the best in progressive talk 24-7. Keep the progressive conversation going on on Facebook. Like us at facebook.com forward slash progressive voices. On the Progressive Voices Facebook page, we update the stories that our hosts like Tom Hartman, Stephanie Miller, Bill Press, and Leslie Marshall will be talking about during their shows. And we share great news, commentaries, opinion pieces, and videos from all over the progressive world. Always progressive, always on. Be part of the progressive conversation. Like us at facebook.com forward slash progressive voices. The Commonwealth Club is a unique organization that brings together people from a variety of backgrounds to explore important issues as a community. Sooner or later, everyone worth hearing comes to our stage. From Marga Gomez to Richard Chamberlain, from James Hormel to Kate Kendall, leading thinkers, activists, politicians, and artists have come to the Commonwealth Club of California. Ted Olson and David Boyes came here to discuss their winning legal strategy for same-sex marriage. Jason Collins talked about gay athletes. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence discussed activism and good works. Actor and director Rob Reiner explained how he got Hollywood behind same-sex marriage. Barney Frank described what it's like to be gay at the highest levels of Washington. From healthcare reform to transgender rights, from immigration to gay-owned businesses, it's all at the Commonwealth Club. And that's still just a portion of the 450 programs we present every single year, with new programming nearly every single day. Be a part of the conversation. Learn more at commonwealthclub.org, download our free app in iTunes, and join us in person the next time you're in San Francisco. The Commonwealth Club of California puts you face-to-face with today's thought leaders.
welcome back. You are joined the listening party to Jarek Jameson's new album, Our Future Tribe. We've been listening to, in total, we'll listen to six songs. We just finished listening to song number five on uh, this lovely Sunday afternoon. So hopefully, <clears throat> excuse me, hopefully the music is, is making you feel good and giving you a good vibe, as well as listening uh, in on an interview I had with uh, Derek about the album and about his career in specific. That song that you just heard there was Waves, which was originally written for the No Hate campaign. Many of his songs that... Um, Derek has written has been gone has gone on to be in movies, television shows, um, and uh, other campaigns. But this one is, was rare in that he specifically wrote it for the campaign. However, it did not go to the campaign. It, he kept it for himself, and he's going to explain to us why that is, as well as protecting the integrity of his music. Um, and you know, as that one song said, "One love, one life." I, I kind of love that line. In ways prior to our commercial, we were listening to California Kid, which is the actual lead single from the album Our Future Tribe. Both the album and the single can be purchased on iTunes as we speak right now. But we're going to further go into the rest and the final segment of my interview, interview with singer songwriter recording artist Derek Jameson. Now you do have, you do have one song on this album that was originally intended for you know, a campaign, um, which the no was, hate campaign. Yeah, and and which song was that? It was Waves. Um, so tell me a little bit about that story because was that the intent of the song when you wrote it, or was that just a song that they had approached you about obtaining? They had asked me if I would be interested in writing a song uh, for their theme song kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my gosh, of course, I will try to do something. How do you want it to feel? What do you want the sound to be? You want it blah, 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 blah. So I kind of went to work on that, that story. Um, and I was really actually proud of those lyrics uh, because it's about people um, kind of leading a pack, you know, how people having a leader to look up to that paves the way and goes beyond fear in order to make change. Mm-hmm. Um and how people aren't really alone when they think that they're alone, um, and that there's other people just like them, or, you know, that's kind of charging through, and you can jump on that bandwagon. And I had written a song for that particular purpose. Um, and then as it got closer to finishing the project and releasing it, um, I just decided to keep the song for myself for uh, personal reasons, and I decided to just put it on this release mm-hmm. so that we can have it as accessible. Mm-hmm. But it still holds the strength of why I wrote it um, and for the purpose that I wrote it. You know, it just didn't end up going in that direction, and that was a personal choice of mine. I have been noticing recently that many artists are coming out with songs of inspiration which is is so refreshing, you know, where concentration back in lyrics along with melody are, are, have been kind of re, re, made a, a resurgence. And I think, you know, an artist such as you who are, is really all about that. I mean, you know, I don't think I've ever heard a song from you or spoken to you about a song that really didn't have a real purpose and a 
in, you know, um, a reason behind it. And it's really great to see that people recognize that to the point where you're being actually approached to do stuff, whether it be this project you're possibly going to be doing with television and, you know, campaigns reaching out to you. How does that make you feel as as far as holding true to the integrity of your music? Uh, well, that's the thing about making choices when it comes down to it. I really believe that the songs that I've been approached about and about being put into a project are songs that I have, uh, most, for the most part, previously written. So the songs that are out there and then movie producers or directors hear the song and they're like, oh my gosh, I would love for this to be in my project. And I found a good way of putting something that is uh, something I want to talk about so it's an honest song, like honest song lyrics, and making it put in a way that it's more popular sounding. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a song that I wrote recently called A Little Closer was put in this teen dance flick in their party scene. But the song content, you know, was a little bit more serious in what I was talking about. And, you know, the depth of connection and things like that between another person. So, but they connected with it and they put it in an upbeat dance way. So they put it into this movie scene. So it's really cool that I can still find that balance that people will want to use it for a project. But it's still the depth of songwriting that I know I can provide. Great. You know? Yeah. So it just depends. But like with the integrity and stuff about songwriting, that's kind of not what's interesting with the no hate campaign stuff. I decided to keep that song because I put a lot into it and I wasn't willing to um, give that up, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So I decided to keep that song for me. So when it comes down to it, sometimes I make those choices um, based off of the fact about, you know, integrity and artist respect and things that I think are important to me, mm-hmm. but I can't just do it because then I get to live with that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I just don't want to. So I've given up a lot of things in the past just because I didn't want the buck for it and more about the integrity. Well, congratulations just on this project again, um, alone, because, you know, I, I've always loved your music and, but a bigger congratulations just for taking that another step forward and um in um getting your music presented to a wider audience, a much wider audience. Yes, thank you. I'm very <laughs> excited and we'll see where it goes. You've been at this a long time. I mean you're a young man but yeah. you've been at this for a long time. And yeah. um anything that comes your way, you deserve it. You've earned it. Thank you. That's what I try to tell people that get discouraged. I have a lot of friends, you know, down here that almost make it to the next thing or almost get that TV show or almost, almost, almost. And I'm just like, listen, I didn't get signed to anything until now and I've been doing it for a while. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's how I know that I've earned it is that it's something that can't just go away from me. It is ingrained in me that I can't stop writing and doing projects at age or whatever getting older doesn't have a limit on what I want to say or do and every song I write the next song is just better than the last and people connect with it that much more so mm-hmm. on and so on and California Kid that's the last song that I wrote and that's the one that people are really connecting with the most so mm-hmm. it's really cool wow there we go isn't that just so nice to um 
I don't know. He's such a refreshing young man. I, I, um, I, I love his philosophy of living. And of course that carries over into how he does business and in, um, in, in his music, it's just wonderful. So I want to thank Derek Jameson for um, sharing with me his thoughts on the album, his thoughts on his career, um, his thoughts on, um, you know, what this whole new deal he has, what Universal will do for him. And, you know, the inspiration that he gains from others and hopefully he gives to others um, through his music and his work ethic. So there you go. His new project, Our Future Tribe, now available on iTunes. It's 11 tracks, a mixture of dance and piano vocals. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. So I want to thank him again for being on the show. Um, We're going to leave you. Um, but we're going to leave you with some music, too. But we're going to leave you until next Sunday. I hope you've enjoyed the show thus far. And our last song that we're going to play for you from Derek Jameson's album, Our Future Tribe, will be Put Your Money. That's what it's all about, isn't it? <laughs> Put Your Money. Here it is. Goodbye, and we'll see you next week. I'm clubbing from Morocco to Bali I'm up till dawn on the Econos You wanna party in Vegas I've already seen it before If you wanna show me a good time Skip the strip, I'll take the ticket to Rome Let me see you dance How much your money with your mouth is Keep bringing them shots, shots, shots And we gon' set it off, off, off Let me see you dance Now put your money, we up Now put your money, we up Let me see you dance Now put your money, we up Now put your money, we up Killing it from London to Paris Set the fire off in Monaco Party in Tahiti, but Hollywood is how I roll. Your words come out so easy. You claim that you got style and flow. Your name dropping just don't please me. Like I care who you know. Let me see you dance. Have your money with your mouthpiece. Keep bringing them shots, shots, shots And we gon' set it off, off, off Let me see you dance Now put your money, we up Now put your money, we up Let me see you dance Now put your money, we up Now put your money, we up
Money. Mm-hmm. 